Your Locked On Maple Leafs. Your daily podcast on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On This Podcast one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano from TSN 1050 Toronto Radio, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive. Give me up on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show as well at Locked On Leafs. And if you like what you hear today, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Leave a rating and review as well. That would be much, much appreciated. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts a car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. All right. Uh, joining me today to have a, a conversation in which I did not tell him what the conversation was about. I literally sent him a text and said, hey, you want to join the pod tonight? And he said, uh, yeah, sure. What are we talking about? And, and I refused to answer his question because I want to surprise him a little bit. And uh, that man is Nathan Cantor, who has been on the podcast before. But uh, Nathan, welcome back. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I'm a little little anxious to what we're going to be talking about because now I don't want to be made a fool of depending on the, uh, the topic, but I, I'm always willing to talk hockey and I, I just want to get, I want you to get to it. What are we going to be discussing today? Well, I don't think you'll be made a fool of, um, and definitely you can't do any worse. I've I've seen maybe the dumbest thing that has happened today, so you can't be any worse than what the Blue Jays just did. Uh, right <laughs> as we were hopping on to record, I got the game on in the background, and the Jays just hit into a, a triple play, um, and it was just the most egregious, egregious thing I've ever seen in my life. Just awful base running from both Bichette and Semyon. I don't know what was going on, but so, you know, you're, my expectations are really low right now. So if you, if I end up thinking you're a fool after watching some stupidity like that, you really done messed up here on the pod today. So it, I don't know if that gave you some encouragement or not, but it it should, it, it should. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll see. Uh, yeah. We'll see where this goes. If I'll be worse than the Blue Jays. You will not be. All right. I'll tell you, finally tell you what it is today. And guys, this is what we're going to be chatting about. Um, so this is a, a really fun episode that I like to do every single year. Uh, back when we did our own podcast, Nate, back when, you know, mm-hmm. the Mickey Mike show was a, a weekly thing. Mm-hmm. We used to do this show, uh, you know, every year and it was a lot of fun. And that might give you a little bit more of a, a guess into what it is. But today, the NHLPA put out their annual player polls. So we're going to go through the player polls, and I didn't want to tell you because I thought you might go and look it up, but I want you to guess and be surprised at who won which category, and that's why I didn't tell you because I thought it would be a fun conversation for you to talk through it as to who you think wins what award, and then we could go over the who, who wins it. And there are some Maple Leafs that make their way uh, uh, on these lists. I'm not saying that Maple Leafs win them, but you know they've got like the top five, six votes for like every category. So, you know, the Leafs definitely uh, with the season that they had uh, do show up quite often here. But uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing today, Nate. Do you think that you'll be made a fool of? I don't think so. I don't think so. I like it. I will. I got to preface it. Um, I have seen a couple of the winners uh, for some of the awards, but I don't know if we're going through, you know, top three, top five, et cetera. That I won't know, but I, I do... 
I just want to, you know, put it out there that some of these, <laughs> some of them I have, do already yeah. know the answer. Yeah, yeah. So, some of them have been leaked. I saw, you know, people talking about, oh, this Maple Leaf wins this, this Maple Leaf win that. But we're going to go through all of them, right? We're going to do the, the yeah. on-ice polls, the player personality polls. Like, there's three different sections, I guess, to these to these, uh, to these these ones. So we're going to go through all of them and... Uh, Let's well, let's just just get right into it, Nate. And let's. if we do have some time at the end, we'll see how long it takes for us to go through this. Maybe we'll have some some playoff chat and get your thoughts on what's been going on and and the playoffs in general, or get your thoughts on how the Maple Leaf season ended, uh, at the very <laughs> least. Um, but so for those who are unaware of what this is, the the NHLPA does a player poll every year, and essentially they sent out these questionnaires and like, oh, who's the best goal scorer? Who's the best defenseman? Best goalie? Best this best that most complete player you know who's the best dresser who's there's just a bunch of different things on here and uh 500 nhl players were surveyed on these questions uh and there are 14 14 questions i believe if i'm counting correctly i think 14 questions over 500 players um were polled and this is these are the answers these are the results and we're gonna go through them so starting with some on ice uh results here this one you probably know the answer to i think this one was floating around but uh the best goal scorer in the nhl according to the players is who nathan it's got to be uh toronto maple leaf austin matthews who wish he would have done a little more goal scoring in the playoffs yeah you're definitely (laughs) right about that but yeah austin matthews coming in 46.27 percent taking the top uh uh you know, getting this crown. He won the Rockets. So that makes sense. Yeah. But this is probably the first time in I don't know how long that Ovechkin's not number one. Like th- this, mm-hmm. we had a conversation on this podcast. Um, me and well, the listeners. So you know, we in quotations. <laughs> but you know, it's been discussed on this podcast before how I felt that Austin Matthews this year took the mantle of top goal scorer in the NHL from Alex Ovechkin, and it seems like the NHL, the players themselves, agree with me. Yeah, I mean, his numbers, they are crazy, right? Like, he put up 40-plus in a in a 56-game, 56? 56, game like, and he missed time. crazy. That is, because that's got to be on pace for probably more than 60, no, in, a, in an 82-game season? Yeah, like, he's on pace for 65, but you think about it. A, he missed time. He missed four games with an injury. And, you know, he went through a couple lulls where that wrist wasn't 100% where he wasn't scoring. Imagine he was healthy all year and, like, was going at the rate that he was. At one point, he was on pace for, like, over 50 goals in this shortened season. Like, he was just a scoring machine uh, through the first, I don't know, you know, first half of the season before his wrist started acting up on him. So uh, I'll be curious to see if he could stay healthy all next season, the type of gaudy numbers he'll be able to put up in an 82-game season. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. It, uh, to be fair, the, the I mean, his line could look a little different. Uh, I don't think we want to yeah. go into that right now, but uh, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how different uh, the Leafs look up front after, you know, not only what could be an interesting offseason, but, you know, Seattle's going to be drafting a new team as well. So it's a really exciting offseason. But you know that Matthews, he's got to be, he's like, he's going to get 50. He's going to score 50 next year if he can stay healthy for sure. Yeah. I, uh, so I the agree. question is, yeah, how is how high can he go after that? So I think it's no surprise that the players voted him 
based off the season he had. I mean, his shot is just ridiculous. Like his release, it really is one of a kind. Like no one else can really whip it the way he does. Um, and yeah, and he's he's right in the middle of his prime. Like he's not not. I, I'm assuming the percentage he must have just killed it in terms of the separation between him and everyone else. It was. So he got uh, 46.27, so 46.27% of the votes. Uh, Ovechkin had 33.82% of the votes. Pasternak with 6.02%, and then McDavid at 4.5%. You know what? I'm surprised it was that close, but that's got to be partly reputation, no, for Ovechkin? I would think so, and it's funny you mentioned best shot. Because best shot is a separate category from best goal scorer. Who do you think won best shot? Well, I would I would think Matthews, but now you're having me think maybe it's Ovi. And that's interesting because it was Alex Ovechkin with 48.95% of the vote. Matthews comes in at second at 28.78% of the vote. And isn't that funny how... Best shot, they gave it to Ovechkin, but best goal scorer, they gave it to Matthews. And I think that says something about how how Austin Matthews can score in many different ways, where Ovechkin, you know, well, he can also score in many different ways. But, like, he scores more goals from, like, similar spots, whereas Matthews, I think, is is a little bit more of a threat to score from anywhere on the ice. Yeah, and, and I think it's also a point of where Ovi is in his career, where he's reliant on his shot now more than he would have been five years ago, seven years ago, et cetera. Like he, obviously his shot is incredible. He's still putting up amazing goal numbers, but it's, as you said, he, you know, (laughs) Ovi is so good that you know where he's going to be. And And he still still just scores. Still can't stop it. You know, especially on the power play, right? You know where Ovi sets up and he's still, scores 15 to 20 power play goals a year like it's it's incredible it doesn't matter you know where the puck's going but he he's going to put in the back of the net and like austin matthews is getting to that point now where if he ends up with the puck on his stick and he has time and space in the offensive zone he's going to make no mistake about it he's going to put the puck in the back of the net like he's getting to that point now where ovechkin has been for the last decade terrorizing the league and now Austin Matthews is going to be able to do that here in Toronto. Um, finishing up uh, the rest of uh, uh, this best shot category, Shea Weber came in at third at about 5%. Patrick Line coming in fourth at 3%. And then uh, McKinnon just under 2%. Pasternak also just under 2%. But Line surprised me a little bit, and that also might be a little bit of a legacy pick from you know the last couple of years because Line did not have a good season. No, but... He, I mean, obviously he had a terrible season, but just just his shot, it, even when he's playing bad, he still has that shot. And I think there's something to be said, not that I'm complaining here, but I think when you hear best shot, you also kind of go to a heavy shot, like mm. Weber pounds the puck. Yeah, um, We're talking a hard, you know, a clapper, and that's just not Matthews, right? So um, that's probably part of why these guys, like line a heavy shot to... Weber, Ovechkin, they just murder that puck. Um, and that's why they're getting votes as opposed to Matthews, probably. 
which is, I wonder if you should separate it, right? There's b- best shot. Well, there's different kinds of shots. So what are we talking here? Right? <laughs> yeah, I, again, yeah, I, that's true. Well, I think that's probably why a guy like like uh, Ovechkin and Matthews are so much higher than them. Like Weber comes in third, but he only has 5% of the shot, right? Like it's based on interpretation. And people probably yeah. said, okay, well, Weber's got an absolute bomb. So he's got the best shot. He's got the hardest shot, whereas others interpret it differently. And they're like, okay, Ovechkin is probably has you know one of the most lethal shots, and then Austin Matthews is also up in that category with Ovechkin. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, there's only 14 questions that they ask these guys. I don't think they want to break it down. I was surprised no. <laughs> that they even broke it down from best goal scorer and best shot. I was yeah. I would you just assume that those would be the same? Like you were saying, you thought that Matthews would have won that award, but we're shocked yeah. that it was Ovechkin. Like, it's just kind of weird how the NHL players view the best goal scorer and the best shot as, uh, well, the two, the same two players, but one they think is a better goal scorer, but the other one still has the better shot. And, hey, Matthews is still young. A couple of years from now, if he keeps progressing the way that he is and keeps taking leaps in his game, I don't think it's going to be that long before Matthews takes over the best shot in the NHL as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help you even more. With Credit Karma Money Spend Account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Who doesn't want instant gratification? If you're looking for satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma Money, you win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, get this, you'll be automatically entered to win $1 million. That's right, $1 million. Credit Karma Money, progress starts here. Right now, visit creditcarbamoney.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditcarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditcarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank. Incorporated member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Uh, All right. Let's move on here. Let's get to who is the best defenseman. I mean, I'm sure you'll be able to guess this one. It's it's not overly difficult. I think uh, most -hmm. people in the NHL or most people who watch hockey will sit here and, and give you the correct answer, um, which is Victor Hedman, who I'm sure you had or who you were going to say. But this guy who came in second surprised me. Can hmm. you guess who that was? Ooh, it's funny because uh, Hedman for sure would have been, I mean, reputation-wise. 64%, yeah, 64% yeah. said Hedman. So an overwhelming percentage of the NHL said that Victor Hedman is the best in the league. But second place, and actually second place is a two-way tie for second place with 7.35%. I'm asking if you can give me one of those two, one of those two guys. One of those two. 
See, I think I think the the Norris nominations were were correct, um, but I don't think those young guys have the the respect yet. And I'm not saying they don't have respect, but the level to get voted second or tied for second. So I don't think it's Makar, even though I am gonna you know as an Avs fan, I got to throw it out there. Makar deserves to definitely be in the conversation. Uh, but I'm going to go with Roman Yossi because I think a lot of people still respect him and the Preds were terrible without him. And then they kind of went on a bit of a roll and he's, a, he's, I think the guys who will get votes will be the two way guys. And I think Yossi fits that bill. See, Nate, you thought you were going to make a fool of yourself. You went bang on for both of those guys. It is Roman Yossi and Kel McCarr tied for second in the PA Ooh. vote behind Victor wow. Hedman. Yeah, I mean that's it's we we I think we've talked about this before, right? Like, how do you define a defenseman when you get guys like you know Quinn Hughes and Morgan Riley who are yeah. uh, you know offensive juggernauts, but not great in their own zone. So for this, you, it's got to be those two way guys who can do it both, and it's got to be. I, I'm surprised still that even Makar is second because he is so young. But I mean, he's incredible. He's, he's he does things that other defensemen just can't do or won't do. Um, so Yossi to me is similar in headman. He's that big defenseman who can still skate, plays heavy minutes against the other team's top guys, just does it all. And, uh, I think, yeah, I think Yossi's fabulous. What a player. And, uh, Drew Doughty and John Carlson round out the top five at, uh, yeah, just, uh, just over 2% for both of those guys. I was a little surprised. Like Drew Doughty sounds a bit like a legacy pick to me as well. Yeah. Like he's that said, he actually did have like a bounce back season for the last couple of years. Seems like he was on a decline. This year was a little bit of a resurgence, a, a bounce back kind of year. This is also what's kind of interesting about these. Uh, and I was going to talk about this later, but might as well talk about it now. What's interesting about this year's player poll. Keep in mind that, not everybody played everyone, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas usually the entire league plays each other at least twice. This year, you only played your division. So a guy like Drew Doughty, you know, how many out-of-conference teams selected him just with the thought like, oh, yeah, Doughty's been a beast in the past, so Doughty's up there. Like, how much legacy do you think is going to be involved in this year's picks more than any other? Because... Really, you only played the same six teams nine times in the year and didn't really get to play everybody else. Like, you know, the LA Kings didn't get to play Victor Hedman and the Tampa Bay Lightning. So how can, like, Andre Kopitar even say, oh, Victor Hedman's, I mean, he can because he is the best. But, you know, for a guy <laughs> like Kale McCarr, for example, let's say then, you know, how can a guy like Steven Stamko sit here and say Kale McCarr's the best? He never, he didn't play him this year. How's he supposed to know he's the best? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's kind of so you re, you rely on past results exactly. So I think Drew Doughty is a kind of you know a, a, why you were surprised that he made the list. Um, again, past results I think dictated. John Carlson, another one of those guys who has had a couple of really good seasons where past results maybe dictate, and why a player like Adam Fox didn't end up on this list like he did on the Norris ballot. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I, I got a group. Doughty a little bit of credit that he, he did have a big bounce back year. Yeah. And I wonder if he didn't, if he makes the list. Um, I, I definitely agree though with what you're saying, but I think he had to have stepped up his, like his numbers without getting a lot better than they were the past couple of years. He probably doesn't make this list um, is my guess, but, but I don't know. Yeah. I, it's weird. The, the league really, 
um, there's that divide with, you know, Doughty, a lot of respect across the league. Um, and he doesn't think he gets it from the media. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I think he's also like really hard to play against, which as a player, I think would make you feel like yeah. he's better than maybe we as fans and we as media think so. But when you're actually in the trenches, you're like, this guy's he's hard. He's tough as nails. Like, I, I don't want to go into a corner battle with this guy. And if that's mm-hmm. what your mindset is, then yeah, he would be deemed as one of the best that you play against on a yearly basis, right? Yeah. So that, that's also something that's it's something to consider when you're looking at an NHL PA poll in comparison to like you know the awards, which are writers based awards. Yeah, it's interesting. One last thing I just want to mention: uh, you mentioned about the obviously this season you only played in your division. I wonder how many of the Doughty votes were guys who know him and play him a lot. Like, it's probably those guys who are those, the San Jose's and the Anaheim's, right? Because they they go up against him. And that's not to say it's just a Doughty thing. It's probably in general for other guys too. But, um, yeah, I mean, Doughty, he still got very small, right? Like, it's not like it was that many votes. It was probably just a handful, I'm guessing. Uh, 2.73%. So yeah, and we're talking out of out of about five hundred, right? So, right. Yeah. So that's what, like, so. ten people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, about that. Yeah. Exactly. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know that the Built Bar has nine delicious flavors plus the occasional limited time only? Right now. They've got Grasshopper Cookie. It is phenomenal. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about all of their favorites. If you don't know the Built Bar flavors, well, you're missing out. You got coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. And know this, my favorite flavor, the peanut butter brownie. It is fantastic. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors that we provide. And not only are the Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they're healthy too. They're great for the health-conscious guy or gal, but also good for the keto diet. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. Order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie or whatever you like and get it now. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sports action. The NHL playoffs are in full swing, and you can track all the action at betonline.ag. Get all the latest news, odds, and info on your sports needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action, and more. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign in today. Use a promo code Locked On and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's promo code Locked On for 50% off your first deposit at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, all right, moving on. 
in conversation with Nathan Cantor as we go through our NHL PA player poll for the 2020-2021 season. Let's move on to the goaltender. Best goalie in the NHL. At well, this is this has got to be easy, no? <laughs> yes. And at 54.12%, 54.12%, it is Andre Vasilevsky. Um, but what I found really interesting was Marc-Andre Fleury getting the second best at 8.88% oh. and Carey Price coming in third there. Whoa. Yes. Now, you can look at that in kind of two ways because Carey Price didn't necessarily have a good season. Nope. <laughs> and this seems also kind of like a legacy pick. But Carey Price is, has always been the number one in this one. Right? Three consecutive seasons he's been named the top okay. goaltender in this player pool. Three seasons in a row. And the reason why he didn't get it like four seasons ago, I think it was because he was injured. So he wasn't eligible. But the year before that was like his – he was a monster the couple of years before that. So I think he's like five or six times he's been voted as the best goalie in the NHL. Um, but definitely wasn't this year. So, again, this is another one of those legacy picks. So – Question then, you're telling me last season it wasn't Vasilevsky? No. As voted by the players? Nope. Care Price. Now, didn't he run a, or what was last? Oh, I'm mixing up. Hellebuck won the Vesna last year, didn't he? Yeah. Not Vasilevsky. I'm just thinking uh, for sure, legacy. Pay- and when was this poll taken, too? Because. Yeah, I. It, I this, s- like, in the regular season, you're going to vote Price? Yeah. I, this definitely had to have been taken the regular season. I doubt they did it that I would recently? imagine, yeah, like at the end of the regular season. So there was, yeah, uh, yeah 473 wow. votes for this. I, I'm sorry. That's that's pretty bad. Is it? Is it not? Like To have Price there? I Yeah. Is it? Like, well, we're talking, we're talking this year. It's not like you're saying... Like, it's got to be Vasilevsky or Hellebuck. But or I don't Flurry. know. Sure, he went off. But, but listen, listen, listen. Hold on. I think it's interesting because, like, this is kind of like the uh, NHL. The NFL does, like, their top 100 every year. But they do it in the summer. So some players are like, okay, top 100 going into next year. Or is it, like, top 100 from this season? Or is it, like, in general, who do I think are the top 100 players currently in the NFL? So when you think of like who are the best players, who are the best goalies in the NHL right now, and that's the question that you're posed, Carey Price comes up as one of the top three goalies in the NHL. No, despite having a down year, you still look at him as a top three goalie in the NHL. And he's, yeah, he's but, but you're not voting top three. You're 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 voting top, and I just I can't see right now who the best goalie is. How you could say how that many people? I could understand some. But that many people saying Price is better than Vasilevsky or Hellebuck or even Marc Andre Fleury. Well, whatever. I, I just wow. Well, he's, he's not better than Marc Andre Fleury. Marc Andre Fleury is better than Price according to this uh, by okay. I don't know about fifty percent uh, of a vote, like 05 percent of a vote. And then Hellebuck comes in at fourth, and then Tuka Rask coming out uh, in Rask fifth. Yeah, so Rask ended up with a vote and. Uh, your boy, Gruby, not included in here, which, again, I yeah. think is is because this question is kind of a legacy question. It's who's the best goalie in the NHL. It's not necessarily who had the best year in the NHL. Yeah, no, you know that's, I mean? that's a very, that's, yeah, it's an important distinction. It's not who should win the Vezina. It's who is the best goalie. Um, I, I still, 
ah, it's Vasilevsky or Hellebuck. Like they are clear cut to me. The I best agree. goalies in the world right now. And Vasilevsky overwhelmingly 54%. No other goalie is even in double digits. Like it goes from Vasilevsky okay. at 54% to Marc Andre Fleury at 8%. Like that that's that's how big <laughs> of a gap there is here with these goaltenders. You know, so it's there's yeah. a a massive 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 uh difference here between first and second. So Vasilevsky is by far the best goalie I think. Everybody knows it. Uh, playing tonight against the Islanders, you know, he's been fantastic throughout the playoffs. Uh, he's been fantastic really since he came into the NHL. He's been unbelievable. So, yeah, um, yeah certainly Vasilevsky has taken over as the best goalie in the NHL. I think the players got it right. Um, and, uh, well, as did we, technically. All right, Nate, tell you what, we're going to take a break here. We're about halfway through the player pool, but as always, we talk way too much. Uh, so <laughs> we're going to take a, a break here, and then we will continue the player pool in tomorrow's episode. So come back tomorrow for the second half to see what the NHLPA had to say about some of the best uh, players in the NHL, who's the best, and still upcoming is best dressed, which I think you'll be... Happy to hear who best dressed is in the NHL because he often wears blue and white while out on the ice. Anyways, um, actually, one last quick, quick thing. Did you happen to see what Jeff Viette, uh finished his project? Did you happen to see what he did? No. So you're, you you follow Jeff on, on Twitter, I assume? I do. Right, so a lot for, of good takes. Yeah, Je- Jeff Fayette, long time. Um, I think he was what Maple Leafs hot stove for a long time, and now he's with uh, like Face Off Circle or whatever. But always a uh, big time Leaf guy. He's been reporting on the Leafs for for like as long as I can remember. Long time, long yeah. time, long time. Uh, so if you're a Leaf fan, and, and which you are, if you're listening to this to this, you probably know who Jeff Fayette is. Um, Created an NHL 2004 video arcade game, like, from scratch. Like, he went and bought an old, uh, like, an old Marvel game, like the ones that are at, like, the arcades, like, in the, in a movie theater with, like, yeah. a joystick and buttons and stuff. And he somehow re, like, configured it into NHL 04. How do you even do that? Yeah, great question, and I'm gonna, I'm going to get him on the podcast to go yeah. over it. But for those who who want to check it out, he actually wrote about how he did it in this process on his website. So you can go check his uh, go check his Twitter out at Jeff Byatt. Um He's got it in his pinned tweet. It's his article about how he went about it, and it's a video. He shows a video also of like the video game. It's super super cool, man. Like that is a one hell of a project and like it got so much publicity from like spitting chiclets um I, th- I believe nhl put it on their instagram and as far as he knows it's like the only nhl 2004 video arcade game known to man like the only one on earth and he created this and then you know basically gave like the open source wave like hey this is how i did it you can go do it now too and do it with whatever game you want which is just super super cool um, I want to get him on the on the pod and like see what gave him this idea to do this and how did he know that he could uh, that this was even possible? Like technology blows my mind, man. Like this yeah. game was 17 years old, and he just like took it, put it into an old video game arcade system, revived it, and now he's just like chilling in his bedroom playing NHL 04, um, <laughs> like the coolest way possible. It's awesome. That, 
that's on unreal massive shout out to him that, yeah that's like 10 out of 10 yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to him and, and see if we can get him on the pod to, to talk about it talk about the process and uh I, like I, i'm also, I was curious, but like, bro, like, what, what did that cost to do something like that? <laughs> like, I'm straight up curious. I might, I might not ask him that on the spot on the pod, but man, like, <laughs> I'm curious what a project like that would cost too. It's just super, super cool. So go check that out on Twitter for those uh, who are interested in something like that. But that is going to do it for us here today on the podcast. I'd like to thank you all for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcasts and platforms and receive daily Leafs content. Follow myself on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. Follow the show at Lockdown Leafs. And uh, Nate, where can they follow you for your hockey takes? Yes, my hockey takes uh, at Nathan Cantor 11. Cantor is K A N T E R. Uh, mostly t- tweet now about uh, junior hockey <laughs> uh, with the, the Salmon Arm Silverbacks, uh, the team I work for. But, uh, you know, playoffs are going on. I'll, I'll have some, some takes, some avalanche takes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, at Nathan Cantor 11. Really appreciate joining, uh, joining the show, buddy. Thanks for having me on. I will be back with another episode tomorrow, but until then, keep it locked right here on Locked on Leafs.